We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Just after 8.30 on a Monday night in Baltimore, we're back for an instant reaction live stream as this roller coaster offseason rolls on. Welcome into the vault. I'm Bobby Trossett, as always, joined by my co-host and partner, Sarah National Ellison. We'll get to that in just a bit. What a day it was uh, for those of you listening in audio-only form. It is, like I said, just after 8.30 on Monday, April 17th p.m., Eastern. And again, we're doing an instant reaction live stream because of really the Jalen Hurts contract extension that was finalized earlier today by the Philadelphia Eagles. And really things just as it tends to do attention turned back to Lamar Jackson, even though the Hurts deal doesn't necessarily affect him. We'll get into all that more over the course of the next hour, but partner, good to be back with you. And man, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm just like hanging around on a, on a Monday maybe like early afternoon, I had just gotten back from the gym, you know, my generation, late twenties, a lot of us watch and listen and follow Pat McAfee closely. My phone starts blowing up and I'm like, what did I do? What did I say? (laughs) No, it was about you and your tweet and it was making its national rounds on the Pat McAfee show. And boy, that was just the first place that it ended up going. It was a, a busy day in your world. Yeah, I guess. I mean, busy. I mean, I put out one tweet and then I move on with my day, you know, so. uh, But yeah, you know, Ian Rappaport referred to it while he was on the Pat McAfee show. So yeah, yeah. So busy online. But, you know, in my world, my day to day, my minute to minute, hour to hour is just kind of the same. You said that earlier and I'm thinking to myself, well, and then, you know, a few hours after this and your, your tweets making its rounds. As we always do, we're texting throughout the course of a day, getting ready for shows and planning and script writing and conference calls. And I, I'm like walking back from the studio and I thought to myself, do you think she wants to go live tonight? There's no way we're packing all of this into a 15, 20 minute show for Tuesday morning. So we decided to go down this road instead. And, and we got a lot to, to get to beginning with, again, your side by side comparison that breaks down essentially Jalen and Lamar's deals. Lamar is what was reportedly offered to him through Adam Schefter and Chris Mortensen back in September. And there's three categories that you looked at here in general, total value, fully guaranteed at signing and total guaranteed. And we know that there's been a a, a ton of confusion when it comes to the language and the nature of, of these categories. So I'll let you take it from here, specifically what you were going for with just the thoroughness of this tweet. Yeah. So, so just to be clear, and I said this to you because you had texted me and you're like, it's a banner day for you. And I was like, but I didn't do anything special. You know, maybe, maybe if you want to consider just trying to like be accurate, which sometimes get lo- gets lost in our fast-paced news world, maybe that, but it's not like I'm reporting these numbers. It's not like it's my source, right? I'm taking what the NFL Network reported on Jalen Hurts, and then I took what Adam Schefter reported on Lamar Jackson. Uh, we'll get into more about Lamar's reaction earlier to this report from Adam. We'll get to that. I know there's lots of questions, or at least I've had questions on Twitter all day, but... Um, I just kind of wanted to see the side-by-side comparison because immediately, you know, you're looking at tweets being like, oh, so Jalen gets paid, but the but Lamar can't get paid. And then, but the fact of the matter is, is 
if Adam Schefter's report is true, and I'm inclined to believe that it is, otherwise I wouldn't have put it out, and I'll explain that later, uh, then when it comes to guaranteed money, Lamar's deal was better. Um, so, you know, the total value according, and this is, a, this is an offer that was reportedly given last September. So this is before he was ever tagged. This is him going into his fifth year when he was scheduled to make about $23 million on his fifth year in 2022. And um, so this is based off of this is apples to apples because it's five years for both. There is some confusion because Chris Mortensen, who had teamed up with Adam and putting out these numbers back in September, again, contract language can be so confusing. And sometimes people try to use that to their advantage to use the battle of PR and, you know, in the public opinion, I don't care about all that. I am not here to make Lamar or the Ravens, the good guy or the bad guy. That's not what I'm here for. I just want to get the numbers. So this is five year. Chris Mortensen said it was six years. And technically that's true. They'll say that sometimes when they're leaving the final year of the rookie deal or the current deal, they're leaving that alone. So on top of that, there was a five-year extension. So this money comes from the new five years. And this money is also the new five years for Jalen Hurts. So this is his extension. So a lot of people are like, yeah, Sarah, this number's correct, but it's six years, not five. That's not true. These are both for five-year extensions for both. So obviously- I just say too, Sarah, that can, yeah. just real quick, not to interrupt you because you, you were quick to point out how I misspoke on my personal channel earlier today. And because this is a simulcast, I just wanted to be clear that, that I did, I did, it was, I was, I was mistakenly saying throughout the video that this, this side-by-side -side comparison had Jalen's five-year deal versus Lamar's three, but I confused the, the tweet that he put out. I know you'll get to that in just a bit. So just to be abundantly clear, these are two five-year deals, at least reportedly based on what we know. And Bobby, you know, I'm glad you're holding yourself responsible. Clearly, there are a lot of confused, confused people, including, as we'll see with Pat McAfee, people who do this for a living on the national media and get paid big bucks. So I'm not here to, like, make anybody feel bad. For me, learning the contract, I've been covering the Ravens for 18 years. Learning all this language has been, you know, something I've been doing for, for 18 years. And I still sometimes get things wrong. So I'm not here to call anybody out or anything like that. It's not the intention. I'm not trying to make anybody look like the good guy or the bad guy. I just want to get, you know, the accurate number. So based off of that five-year extension for both guys, uh, Jalen Hurts has $255 million for the whole five years. That's what it's worth up to. And Lamar Jackson's was 250. And again, remember, Lamar's was given almost a full year before. So, and also the total value almost doesn't even matter because the vast majority of these long-term quarterback deals never see the end of the, the contract, okay? And it's always, that's why there's always a big deal about talking about the first three years of money. And there's a huge Obviously, what Lamar has been emphasizing, there's been a huge mail, a deal paid into fully guaranteed money because they usually get new deals by the after their third year. That happened with Joe Flacco here in, in Baltimore. I remember the minute that Joe Flacco got his $120 million deal, his agent came out and said, This is really a three-year deal. We're going to redo this. And then they did. And then Lamar, and then uh, Joe Flacco got a ton of more, two ton of new money after three years. So that's why like some of these numbers are more fun to put out there for agents because they want to be like, here's what I got my quarterback or here's what I got my client. And it tries to make it look good. Remember, Lamar doesn't have an agent, so he doesn't care about all this fluffy stuff. Okay, so uh, Jalen Hurts and Lamar Jackson almost most definitely wouldn't finish those deals. They would get new, new extensions and new money at higher average per year in three years, okay? The fully guaranteed at signing. This is what is most important, okay? Because, and this is what you're going to see when it comes on the Pat McAfee show. We'll, we'll show that clip. Um, the word guaranteed in contract language is so confusing, okay? And again, agents, teams, everybody does it. They use it to play to their advantage, 
an agent, and again, this is not in Lamar's case because he doesn't have an agent, but somebody like Jalen Hurts, an agent is going to want to say, look at us. We got 179.3 guaranteed. And he's not lying. That's true. But inside these NFL contracts, there's so many different types of guarantees. There's rolling guarantees, you know, the kickers, the spring. Oh, there's all different ways you can say it. But in the way that everyday people think of the word guaranteed, total guarantees is not a real guaranteed. All total, guarantee, total guarantees most definitely have within it some sort of stipulation attached. Okay? So it's the only thing is the guaranteed at signing. That's what's in the true sense of the word guaranteed. That's it. What's guaranteed at signing? And what Jalen Hurts got was $110 million. And according to Adam Schefter, last September, Lamar Jackson got $133 million in that five-year extension. Now, to, to the point that you said that you got a little bit confused with the years, Lamar at one point said that Adam Schefter's report was cap. And then he said, I got $130 million guaranteed over three years. So what's confusing about that is A, Lamar and the tweet he was referring to, Lamar's talking about guaranteed in the true sense of the word, what's really, really guaranteed. But the problem is, is that media agents, fans keep looking at total guarantees. And so what's happening is some people are talking about Lamar's fully guaranteed to other quarterbacks, total guarantees. That's not fair. That's an apples to oranges comparisons because what you're doing is you're cutting out all the fluff for Lamar, but you're not cutting out all the fluff for these other quarterbacks. Okay. And so I went back and explained that to, to Pat McAfee. Won't, we won't read that word for word because I'm kind of explaining it already. But if you cut the fluff out from everybody, take the fluff out for Jalen Hurts, Kyler Murray, Russell Wilson, and Watson. Here's the thing though. Watson is the only one that doesn't have fluff. And that's why this is the big fight. His guaranteed really is truly guaranteed because it was guaranteed at signing. So if you want to cut out all the fluff for everybody, for everybody, there's none to cut out for Watson. Okay, so Watson gets $230 million guaranteed at signing. Lamar had gotten $133 million offered at signing. So when you heard reports, oh, Watson, uh, the Ravens and Lamar are still $100 million gu guaranteed apart, that's true. But where it got sticky is suddenly they started using other quarterbacks' total guarantees to make it sound like everybody else was way closer than the Ravens were. That's not true. Take out all the fluff for everybody. Lamar still, even after Jalen Hurts today, stands as the second most fully guaranteed money at signing, which is really, truly guaranteed. Watson was 230, Lamar 133, Russell 124. And it got cut off there. I think that's Kyler at 103, um, somewhere around there. So there's that. Now, if you don't want to cut out the fluff, so if, you, if we can go back to my other tweet, if you don't want to cut out all the fluff, okay, um, then you have to compare the total guarantees, which includes springing guarantees or kickers. Jalen Hurts had that too. I, I we still don't have the full, full, full details, but I was reading on NFL Network today or reading on NFL.com that not this one just yet, but on NFL.com, it talked about how um, here I've got it written over here. Come March 2024. Jalen Hurts will go from 110 million truly guaranteed to 126.5 truly guaranteed. That won't happen until March of 2024. So he, he's got that kicker in 2024. That still leaves 50 million to get up to in the rest of those years. We don't have those other details. With Lamar to get up to 200 million, uh, and, and you do have that he had 175 injury, but to get up to 200 million, he'd get a 25 million spring and guaranteed at the end of those first three years, which again, Almost doesn't matter because most certainly they'd be re redoing a new deal before then. Um, I'll call it right now. I think that um, Bill's quarterback, um, Josh, Josh Allen, Josh Allen will get will start working on a new deal before it hits his fourth year of that new contract. So, um, so, so, so that's what's going on here. It's just 
constantly, this has been going on for months, national reporters are comparing apples to oranges. And for the first time today, somehow my tweet got picked up, finally, because we've been preaching this for how many months now, finally gets picked up, presented to Matt McAfee, or Pat McAfee, and suddenly his mind is blown. That's literally the roundabout way of how we got here, you know? But like, <laughs> I think our friend uh, Rita Hubbard at the NFL chick was, was tweeting out similar sentiments to what I'm about to share earlier today. And basically her point was like, man, she, we all, she loves Lamar. We love Lamar. Everybody, most people love Lamar. They want what's best for him. They want him to get paid. And you just wonder like, if like Josh Allen, his 2018 draft classmate, if they decide to pull trigger in, in 2021, he'd be a year out from a potential restructure, kind of like what you were mentioned earlier on with Flacco, right? And so instead, now he's got this deal up on the table that if it is three years, let's say, then what he would hit free agency at age 29 and maybe have a chance to, 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 to make up for what he's lost comparing to Josh Allen. Not that it matters anybody, but because they are draft classmates, it, it is relevant, right? But, but instead, Sarah, he still, he still sits here at, at square one almost. Yeah, and Bobby, think of this because if the if he does do another another deal after that year, think about it. That's only in 2026. Lamar Jackson on the non-exclusive tag is going to be 32 million on the Ravens cap this year. This year. So I mean, these types of things would benefit both sides being able to get a long-term deal. Now you had you had mentioned Rita. I don't know if you have her tweet, but and again, all of us love. I want to see Lamar get his bag right. But it, but it, it is true that up to this point, by holding out, there she is. Well, that's a, that's a different. Yeah, a lot of money has been lost in this ordeal. So let me put some numbers behind that. So if Lamar had signed a deal um, after 2020, because that's the first year he would have been eligible, nobody can sign a new deal until they've had three years of their rookie contract done. That's why Jalen Hurts is doing his now. It's after his third year um, as an NFL quarterback. Okay, so. And, and by the way, Bobby, when I was in Japan, I went back and looked this up because my recollection was after the 2020 season when Lamar was finally eligible. My recollection, because we we listened to all of his pressers off the top of my head. I remember Lamar, reporters asking Lamar, Lamar, are you going to try to try for a new contract? And he should have said he wasn't interested in that. He just wasn't interested. And it was slightly early. So reporters kind of let it go. And I was like, is my recollection c correct? So I went back and I reread all transcripts from the end of the 2020 season. This is how thorough I like to be from the 2020 in season. Japan. Can we just pause this for everybody on this live stream? She's in Japan across the world with her oldest son and her husband having the time of her life. And yet she's checking up on this, doing her due diligence. That's my freaking well, co-host. Listen, I couldn't sleep. The time changes there. So sometimes I do it there. And then we got time on the bus and train. So I found time in there. Anyway, I went back and Lamar did indeed say he wasn't interested. He wasn't interested. Then not only then, people were out of their minds that he wasn't holding out be before his fifth year contract. And it was still like, you know, it, it just... Again, I'm not trying to make anybody out to be a bad guy. I'm just I'm just trying to put out the facts. It just the from Lamar's words, he wasn't interested. So to to Rita's point, you know, the career earnings up to this point, if you this is why quarterbacks all try to do it early because you get a new contract almost every 3 years and then you keep benefiting from from the the value going up cuz each quarterback gets a new bigger deal. And so Josh Allen, this is according to Ross Tucker, we put this in a show a while ago, Josh Allen has made 85 million career earnings. They came in at the same time. Lamar Jackson, 33 million career earnings up to this point. Okay, well, that's not completely fair because Lamar was drafted number 32 and Josh Allen was much earlier. So then let's like, okay, let's just take it the last two years then when they were both eligible for new deals. And one would think that Lamar would get a market deal, which is right around Josh Allen. From that time, Josh Allen has made 67 million and Lamar Jackson has made 25 million. Even if Lamar Jackson were to get to blow out Jalen Hurts' deal, which by the way, based off of what was offered, it already blows it away and guaranteed money, right? You're not making that up. 
You're not making up 40 million. That time is gone. Those two years of his time was gone. And so I completely, 1,000% understand why Lamar wanted to try to get to the free agent market. And in a way, he kind of has with this non-exclusive tag. Um, but it's been argued, well, nobody will offer it to him because the tag's on him. That's two first-round draft picks. But it's like, wait a minute. The market is talking, though. And it's starting to say, the whole league is saying, the Cleveland Browns are dummies. Okay, because Jalen Hurts just took his team to the Super Bowl. And Jalen Hurts had a lights-out game. They didn't win it, but he had a good game. And he got a deal in terms of guaranteed money much lower than Lamar Jackson. So I honestly wouldn't hate Lamar if he'd be like, all right, well, I've waited this long. I might as well see if Burrow, Burrow comes, let's see what he gets. Herbert comes, let's see what he gets. But after that point, me personally, Lamar can do what he, he wants to do. He's his own man. He doesn't need to take my advice. Me personally, if I were in that position, I'd be like, all right, Hertz, Burrow, Herbert. If, if all of them are around the same, the same deal, I'm like, I'm taking that. I'm not going to go 32 million on this non-exclusive. I'm worth more than that. This contract would get me closer to 50, 51 million per year. Let's do that. And then we'll come back to the table again in three years. That's what I would do. But, you know, maybe Lamar doesn't want, maybe that's not what it's all about. Maybe he really is trying to do some other things. We haven't really heard much from him. Uh, we have heard nonstop from Josina Anderson, Ian Rappaport, Adam. Everybody has been that it's, he just wants fully guaranteed in the neighborhood of Watson. And thus far, the Ravens are the ones to offer the closest to fully guaranteed over any other quarterback in any other team. It was just the Cleveland Browns who went crazy because they were desperate. So needless to say, this whole sabotage, the Ravens are sabotaging Lamar narrative and this talk. I mean, come on, let's just throw that out here. You know, that that's just not the case whatsoever. Speaking of Josina, she used today's news as a way of revisiting a, a video that she put together, sort of a compromise, I think is the way that she referred to it between the Ravens and Lamar. And, and she put together a proposal. If Lamar didn't want to sign, you know, a long-term extension over the course of this off season, then perhaps the two come together and say, okay, you, you have, we've not exclusively franchise tagged you, which is just over, like you keep saying, it's just over 32 million for the 2023 season. If we exclusively franchise tagged you, it would have been what around like 45 or 46. Mm -hmm. Perhaps the Ravens grant him the leeway to upwardly negotiate to get him more towards the average annual value of some of his counterparts, like a, Okay, maybe not as high as Jalen because what he's now 51. The, the, the exclusive tag is 45, 46, right? Yeah, but again, Bobby, sure. If I were the Ravens, I'd be like, fine, let's make you 256, let's make you 257. But we've already offered you way more guaranteed money, both total guarantees and and fully fully guaranteed. So, like I've said, the rest is just fluff. The Ravens don't care. Sure, we'll put you up to 256 million total, 257 million total, because that helps you get like the more annual guaranteed, but they'd be redoing it again in three years anyway. It's the guarantee, it's the fully guaranteed at signing that matters. And he's got more than everybody else except for Deshaun Watson. So sure, the Ravens would do that in a heartbeat. All right, but Josina's we're on the same page with what she was referring to, right? Just just for this year, she'd say Yeah, but she, if she, I were Lamar, was... this is a better deal. Cause that way that's right. fine. Then, then, then finally, then, then fine. You get 43 or 45 million guaranteed for this year. But if you get injured, everybody who hasn't, everybody we've talked about so far or all the, everybody who keeps reporting on why other teams aren't coming to him. There are several reasons, but one that consistently comes up. I don't think Lamar Jackson is injury prone. He's had two injuries at inopportune times. If they had happened in September, he would have been back in the middle of the season and he could have led his team. So I'm not saying that Lamar Jackson is injury prone. However, we keep getting reports from other teams saying that that's one reason why they're not coming after him when he's being, when he's open, when he's, when they're allowed to make deals. And so if that were to happen again, that's a problem for Lamar. So if, so why not just take the 133 million guaranteed right now over the 45 
right? And then do this again in three years. You're 29 years old. It makes a whole lot of sense to me, but the guy refuses to sign long-term extensions. Yeah, we've, been talked, we, we've talked about it, you know, and yeah. we, we, we don't necessarily know why. We think it's because of, of fully guaranteed money. You know, Femi Ayambadeja was texting me earlier today. He'd seen a video that I put up and, and he was very thorough as well. And he was asking like, do we, do we truly know what's holding, has anybody spoken whether it's Lamar or the Ravens on what is holding this up in Lamar's mind. The answer to that is no, right? We, we don't truly know if it's, it's, if it's fully guaranteed money, we can, we, we can suggest and we have reason to believe that it is, but we don't truly know that. Right. Yeah. I mean, yes and no, because it's true that Lamar has not said that with his own words. Lamar has said very little with his own words. Anytime you know this, we've done it. Anytime people asked him about the contract, it was like, we're talking about it. We're talking about it. We're talking about it. He's very private, very private. I'm very private. So that makes a lot of sense to me. Um, that being said, it's interesting to me what we like want to pick and choose from with the likes of somebody like Ian Rappaport or Adam Schefter. We've been, we've just been through a free agency period and everything they've tweeted out. I mean, just about everything. I don't know if there's a mistake they've made on all the deals that they've put out and all the information they've put out in the last couple months. Everybody takes it like as gospel. And so they've reported tons of national people. It's been consistent across the board from Josina, from Adam, from Ian, from Tom Pellicero, from all these guys. All of them are hearing that it is about the fully guaranteed contract. So no, we have not heard that from Lamar's own words. And so, you know, we can stand corrected if Lamar ever says that. That being said, that's what's been re reported about it. And these guys have been reporting about contract stuff for two months and we've taken the rest as gospel. So do we want to show the clip? All right. I know. Can you believe we've got, we've gotten 26 min minutes into this stream and we've yet to show the clip. So if you haven't checked it out yet, of course, Pat McAfee showed that Pat does a, a live show. Silent, it's on YouTube. It's, it's friggin' awesome. He has all kinds of guests. Ian Rappaport of NFL Network was on. And then Sarah Ellison made her, it's not, wasn't her debut. She's been on the Pat McAfee show before in terms of like her tweets and your, your tweets and whatnot. But specifically, I think this was the most airtime that you've gotten from them. So here we go. So there's a person, what's your name? Sarah Ellison Shout on the Twitter. Shout out, Sarah. Um, who actually kind of broke it down based on, it's S.G. Ellison. is the. If you want to look, I believe her breakdown comparing the two deals is accurate. If you want to throw it up here at some point. Yeah, it's um, it right now. It's this is, uh, you know, I, I do believe the Ravens will probably adjust and, you know, use this to help get Lamar done. But the deal they offered him was there you go was pretty strong. I mean, look at those numbers. Right. So total value. Two hundred million. Less, Lamar yeah, Jackson's total guarantee was two hundred million. We know that. Uh, I believe that is. I believe that that includes a kicker that like would have kicked it in year two. But obviously, you're not going to cut him after one year. So I believe that is essentially the total guarantee. Really? I don't think we've ever heard. No, that was the discussion we had between the virtual and the actual guarantee, and that's what we were saying. Yeah, but it was like a like, hundred. Yeah. It was, it was like, like a sixty-five million dollar difference between what was actually guaranteed and then what the number they were saying. I don't know. It was two hundred million was the guarantee. Now it feels like we've gotten a lot wrong. The Ravens have offered Lamar Jackson two hundred million dollars guaranteed. That was cracking me up because Pat is just so blunt. You know, and he's he was obviously upset about not knowing that this isn't this was not new news, right? If he'd been listening to the vault and your breakdowns for the last couple of months, he would have known that. But uh, anyway, you were mentioning earlier that you know Ian went on Twitter after this segment and clarified a few things when it comes to how that two hundred million number that we've referenced so many times, how you actually get to it mathematically. Yeah, I still I still need to see Jalen's really broken down. It's not totally there. We've from Adam, we've actually gotten more on Lamar's, but it sounds as if this is not the way it was was written. So I want to see more come out on Jalen with that it was 179.3 guaranteed for injury. Then that makes me wonder if he does have more enrolling guarantees or whatever. But according to Ian, he's looking at him side by side with what he has. 179.3 guaranteed for injury, Lamar 175 guaranteed for injury. So certainly within the same ballpark. And then Lamar does get up to 200 million 
if he's on the roster by March 2026, which is, you know, if that's what they want to continue to do. But again, it's at that time that I would think that they would start um, uh, putting together a new a new negotiations for a new deal. It usually happens after the third year. So, but just so we're aware, and he didn't write this in there, there is kickers or springing guarantees or rolling guarantees, virtual guarantees is what they called it, and Jalen Hurts also. Again, there's not all not all the information is out yet, but according to NFL.com, which you know is pulling from Ian, it talks about one of those kickers that he gets up from 110 to um, let me get this accurately. He goes from 110 fully guaranteed from signing, and then it goes up to 126 by March 2024. So I'm assuming he has more kickers in those final years, but those just haven't been reported yet. So that's just a guess. If that comes out and says it's wrong, then then I'll be happy to uh, to to adjust that. But he's getting another 50 million somewhere, and so I'm assuming that those are kickers later on in his deal, also. Cindy, talk about. But there the was more to that in media, right? Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, but oh, there there's was... another clip that I'm getting. Oh, okay. To. I just oh, want to make sure that he, he completely verifies the numbers. <laughs> so. Oh, don't you worry. We're, we're getting to we're getting to another clip. But as as it so often tends to happen in 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 media, the trickle down effect, right? You hear one thing, and next thing you know, an, an article's published, and our buddy Dov Kleiman, I'm not saying, but I mean, look, we don't have any issue with the guy, but sometimes he just. He's sort of one of those content creators who does some cherry picking here and there. Well, he sees probably your tweet or maybe even the clip from McAfee and, and Ian or whatever. And he presents the news as new news. And for our audio only people, he put together a brobible.com piece that said update. The Ravens have offered QB Lamar Jackson, a deal that includes 200 million guaranteed per rap sheet on the Pat McAfee show. Bro, this has been out for a long time. Where you been? That, this is the funniest thing. That's why I started the show saying that, like, I'm not doing anything special here. This is information that's been out there. I just think it's been incredibly confusing. So I'm not going to go after Dov or Pat or whatever. I just think that it's been confusing. And part of it, I feel like, is meant to be confusing from people behind the scenes who are trying to win um, you know, the court of public opinion. And again, you know, in this case, Lamar doesn't have an agent, but agents all the time want like the fluff in there to make it like they want to be marketable to new clients. Look what I got this person. Look what I got this person. And so those fluff numbers mean stuff to them and they want it to be like, you know, what Jalen did today. He's now the most highest paid quarterback in average per year. Well, again, who cares if you don't have fully guaranteed at signing, you know, so... Um, that's just all fluff. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. All right, so you saw a lot of like record-breaking, like to your point, you saw yeah. a lot of record-breaking types of outlets reporting this about Jalen and you know, Ari tweeted out something along the lines of, you know, when Lamar became eligible for a new deal, the highest paid QB in the NFL was Patrick Mahomes at 45 million per year on a 10 year extension. And then Dak Prescott at 40 million, the market's now at 51 million per year and it's only going up, which is true. So, okay. Yeah. I guess you could say it was a payday in terms of average annual value for Lamar. But again, it, that, that one category that we keep coming back to fully guaranteed, that doesn't have anything to do with this. No, I mean, it's all just ready, nice numbers. You ready for flip number two? Yeah, yeah, let's do it. 
All right, clip number two and, and some housekeeping before we get to this second clip from uh, the Pat McAfee show earlier today. We got over 600 people uh, in this simulcast tonight. Thanks so much for being with us. If you haven't already done so and you're streaming on YouTube, please like the video if you haven't, uh, if you've been enjoying the content so that more Ravens fans and more NFL fans can discover us. And if you also haven't already done so, check out the vault on YouTube, subscribe to us. We do daily content, the same thing that we do in audio only form. And while you're at it, 10 10 days out from right now, we got opening opening night of the NFL draft. Sarah and I are going to be doing literally wall-to-wall coverage, 8 o'clock to midnight, instant reaction, special guests to see whatever they do at 22, if they trade back, if they stay put, what position they might address. So, again, that's, that's um, Thursday, April 27th at 8 o'clock Eastern. We know there's going to be a ton of options that night, other content creators, NFL Network, national scene, but just know – we're going to be there for four straight hours. So I uh, hope, hope to see you there. But here's the second. Well, how we, why do we suck so bad? You hear me? No. because How do we suck so no, bad? We that. missed it's the Jalen. Laurie said a deal is coming around corner. And we just didn't even listen to it. And then Lamar's thing happened. He said 133 without an agent, though. It was never like, hey, they offered me $200, 200 million. Well, yeah. we we got to change a lot. The 133 was on a shorter deal. I believe that was on a three-year deal. So that's news. I, we we did not hear that. 133 million over three years. That's not a bad deal no, at all. That's not a bad deal at all, business wise. If we wanted to talk, you know, that seems like not a bad idea. For what's going on, Diggs? Are these confirmed? Yeah. What's going on? SG Ellison's. Hey, we need to start following SG yeah. Ellison. Yeah. How come? That was a good. Uh, I do believe I'd have to look at uh, Jalen's deal. I've not seen like the actual deal, but I believe those numbers are accurate. First of all, apologies for the language. I, I for the audio only that will be that will be correctly uh, bleeped out there. But uh, yeah, if you don't already know, follow SG Ellison. Come on, Pat. <laughs> oh, somebody asked me today: Are they fo- is Pat, is Pat McAfee following you now? And not that I know of, but that's that's fine. Here's what's to me: like everybody keeps uh, like you've asked me like, how's your day been? This and that. Like it's been a it's been a fine day. I, again. It, my life goes on. I'm not too worried about, again, I've done nothing special here. I've done nothing special. I just put my tweet up and referred to it. Um, I think more than anything, what's satisfying is, is just that, Bobby, we've been talking about this for so long that it's, it's fun. It's definitely fun and entertaining to watch somebody like Pat McAfee, like to watch his mind be blown, <laughs> right? When for the first time, it's like, wait, wait, what? You know? And and it's just too bad because this, all this information has been out there for a long time. And now it just got brought to their attention. And so, you know, I hope, I hope we're making progress. I know we've made progress with like a segment of, of Ravens fans to help them understand contract language. I hope it gets to the point. I started to see after this, Tom Palacero and Ian Rappaport did some, uh, broadcast hits for the NFL network, not for, not for Pat McAfee, but for their own network. And I noticed they started using more precise language, which is what we've been advocating for, for quite some time. They started saying fully guaranteed at signing and then total guarantees. And I hope that we start to see this trend. I hope we see both national broadcasters and local people start to be more precise in their language because when, when it gets, I understand it's confusing, but once you got it in your head, it starts to like make total sense once you just understand the language. And so when, when they do that, now these national guys, when they get reports from their agents, because a vast majority of the time, these reports either come from the agents or the NFLPA because the NFLPA puts all contracts up, all of it, once they're confirmed and signed by both sides. So what I'm hoping will happen in the future is somebody like Ian, he'll be talking to an agent and an agent will say, okay, it's 180 guaranteed. And he'll be like, wait a minute. What do you mean by guaranteed? I want him to ask agents that. Do you mean fully guaranteed at signing? Or are you talking about with total kickers, you know, rolling guarantees and all that? And then from that, I want them to put it in their tweets. And then that way we can get away from this stuff where like agents or the NFLPA or teams Anybody can stop trying to like twist things to make it look good for them because they start doing apples to oranges comparisons just to make themselves look good. 
So probably out of everything today, it's not about like the attention I've gotten more than anything. I'm just so satisfied and happy to see Pat kind of like change his ways to watch Ian and Tom Pelissero be more precise in their language. That's been very satisfying for me. I'm glad because I know you're, you're too humble to say anything else. And so I will for you. You know, you may not have done anything extraordinary by, by your estimation, but you've just been so consistent. You've been so thorough. You've been so willing to educate, you know, for your over a decade plus at the organization and, and living and breathing and sleeping all of this, that it's been educational for me. It's been educational for our viewers. And now, you know, really, as somebody said earlier, you know, you deserved your flowers to use one of your phrases. And today you got them and they came in a bouquet. OK, <laughs> they came in a big old bouquet for the start of spring. And uh, I'm just happy for you because it was cool to see you in a national spotlight. It was cool for our brand. It was cool for your brand. And um, I'm just waiting for you to get that formal invite to go on Pat's show because I feel like that needs to happen next. <laughs> we'll see. But I do want to I do want to bring up after that, because this is this um, after that, after those two clips, um, I had seen that Ian Rappaport quote retweeted a different segment that they also published. And so the, some of his um, other co-hosts are that like are on computers. I, I assume they're part producers, part kind of commentators. And so they had brought up Lamar Jackson's tweet. And I think this is really good that they did that. Um, it just wasn't in our clip. So they brought up Lamar Jackson's tweet and we've explained this before, but just to put it out there again, Lamar Jackson took Baltimore beatdowns characterization of Adam Schefter's report and Lamar Jackson retweeted Baltimore beatdown, not Adam Schefter, not the details, Baltimore beatdown being vague and Baltimore beatdown saying Lamar Jackson was offered 200 million guaranteed. Now remember, Lamar's not an agent and doesn't play these games. He Lamar's talking really guaranteed. So he quote retweets that and he puts a meme of a guy with a bunch of caps on. Okay, so every so that has made everybody say, well, everything Adam said was incorrect. And this was my reply to, to Bat McAfee when they put up that clip because they're all saying, well, Lamar said that was cap. Well, yes and no. Lamar Jackson took Baltimore Beatdown's characterization of it and said that's cap. Then he put out a tweet that said, I got 133 million over three years. Okay, I've gotten a lot of questions about this today. Okay. Two confusing things about this. One is the guaranteed contract language, which we've already gone over. I won't do that again. The second thing that's confusing is that people don't understand that multiple offers have been reportedly extended to Lamar. Multiple. Some have been longer in length. Some have been shorter in length. So there's no doubt Lamar Jackson's telling the truth that he got an offer for $133 million over three years. Adam Schefter got back on TV when, when Lamar pulled that out and he said, Lamar is talking about a different offer than the one I'm talking about. He's talking about one that, that was offered going into the season of last year when he reported it in September. So I, from what I understand, the Ravens are trying to all, all sorts of different ways to put out multiple offers. So Lamar's telling the truth on that. The bottom line is that 133 fully guaranteed, whether it's a long deal or a short deal, has always been the bottom line. And so Lamar doesn't care about all that other fluff stuff, and I don't blame him. So what, what I'm more trying to do is get people to compare apples to apples. Fine, let's only talk about the fully guaranteed that Lamar's pointing to. If we only want to do that, then we have to strip away the fluff from everybody else too. So the confusion is both the guaranteed language that's vague, plus that there's multiple offers that's been out there. Adam Schefter has definitely gotten things wrong, definitely. And we've called him out before. One place that he hasn't been as wrong is with money of contracts. We always take it, you know, as gospel with everything else. He went on air and he said, hey, Lamar's, Lamar's not wrong. He's just talking about a different offer than the one I'm talking about. And Adam literally said, I've held the contract in my hand. Chris Mortensen has held the offer in their hands. And people then, again, Pat McAfee, even in that video said, yeah, that's come from the Ravens. No, it hasn't. Go back to that September report. It's very clearly Chris Mortensen and Adam Schefter cite sources from the NFLPA two or three times. 
It came from the NFLPA. It did not come from the Ravens, according to their own words. So we're talking about two different contracts. And in a way, we just keep we just keep talking past each other. The $200 million total guaranteed isn't false, but what Lamar said isn't false either. So other than that, everything's pretty crystal clear. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? yeah. It is it's about it's a complex situation, right? You, you add in the multiple yeah. contracts. You add in the contract language. You, you add in the, you know, the different, type, different types of guarantees. You add in the fact that there's no agent. You add in – I mean, it's just <laughs> – Man, you add in the cryptic social media posts that Lamar does, some of the trolling that he does. This has been, somebody said earlier on, this has been one of the most, I think he actually referred to it as the most roller coaster offseason in the history of the franchise. I don't know if we can actually decide that or, or actually specify until the offseason's over. <laughs> we don't know what's going to happen a day from now, much less, a, you know, who knows? So anyway, there was... Are we good to move on to a few of the other notes that we have here before before wrapping tonight? Yeah, yeah. I just want to say one other thing. I'm just I just took a one eye thing of of you know comments in here. It, it's just as hilarious to me. They're all saying you're going to take reporters over Lamar. It's not that. It, it's just any if you keep saying that, I just don't feel like you know you're picking up on what I'm saying. Lamar definitely isn't lying. Lamar is not. I do not think Lamar is lying. No, I take his word. Lamar. I take his word. I take his word that they were offered that he was offered 133 million over three years. Whether you want to take the 133 million over three three years or 133 million fully guaranteed over five years, the bottom line is still 133 million. The point is, is you have to compare that number to the other quarterbacks' fully guaranteed number. Period. Whether you take Lamar's word or Adam's word, it's still the bottom line. 133 million fully guaranteed has been offered in both offers. The problem is comparing it to other quarterbacks' fluff contract numbers. You've got to boil it down to everybody's fully guaranteed at contract. So if you keep pushing it otherwise, then it seems like there's an agenda there because they're both correct. It's not Lamar versus Ravens. It's confusion in the media. Appreciate the donation there, uh, Justy the Great. Thank you both for the great coverage. Thank you for the support. If you're interested in donating to the channel, you can do so through the YouTube Super Chat feature, or we also have a Venmo account up as well, at Ravens Vault Podcast. As we always say, uh, anything and everything is appreciated within this first year of getting our show off the ground. Okay, let's turn our attention to uh, workouts. Uh, Ravens workouts yeah. began today, crazy enough, in the midst of all of this. Players were, uh, you know, beginning to, to voluntarily start to kind of start their strength and conditioning programs in Baltimore. Pat Ricard tweeted out that uh, it felt great being back at the facility today. I've missed so many of my amazing teammates, coaches, and everyone else that works in that building. And then uh, Pedro, a Brazilian Ravens journalist, decided to uh, – basically list out all the players who went to voluntary workouts today and leading the top of that list there is somebody you and I got to chuckle at uh, all, all due respect. And we know that Ben Cleveland did not pass his conditioning test last year. He was one of the fan favorites to be the starting left guard, got a late start obviously to camp because he was trying to pass that dang test. And then the rest was history for Ben Powers, who ultimately cashed in in a big way this offseason on a huge deal with the Denver Broncos. So congrats to, to Ben and his family. He priced his way right outside of Baltimore, as we said, throughout the free agency process. But uh, anybody aside from Ben, where you see this list, and I should probably I should probably rip it off real quick for our audio only. Crew, hey, but, real uh, quick, real quick, yeah. Bobby. Pedro's here. He just he just commented in YouTube. He said, I'm here. <laughs> Oh yeah. Oh, perfect. Yeah, yeah. Right on cue. Appreciate you. Appreciate you, Pedro, for putting this list together. I know earlier he had said he'd gotten this list. This isn't like a fully. Okay. So Pat Ricard and Michael Pierce is on. The... Oh, good. Michael Pierce is there. Um, Cause I know that he is, uh, he's basically looking at all the social media, both from players and what the Ravens put out. And so he compiled the list that way. I don't know that this is completely comprehensive. They may have way more than this there. But uh, he's picked up on this from social media. At least that's what he said in one of his tweets earlier today that I had, that I had seen. So good on you, Pedro, because that's a lot of work to get all those names. But go ahead and run them through for the audio only, Bobby. For real, like I, I, I'm 
for those of you who've been following along, I mean, I, my Twitter account was suspended, so I just sort of have a, a an account right now that I, I don't really use other than just to prepare for our daily show and whatnot. So I scroll through a bunch of stuff and I'm watching everything closely. And Pedro's, man, this dude, this dude's doing a ton of work uh, related <laughs> to the Ravens. Uh, down, I believe Pedro, I believe you live in Brazil or you're from Brazil. So clearly you're, you're outside of Baltimore, which is pretty cool that you're as plugged in and uh, as thorough as you are. So appreciate this list, but, uh, Ben Cleveland's at the top, Marlon Humphrey, David Ajabo, Jalen Armour Davis, Charlie Kohler, Tylen Wallace, Gino Stone, Morgan Moses, Tyler Linderbaum, Broderick Washington, Daniel Falele, Brandon Stevens, Justice Hill, Isaiah Likely, Adafe Owe, Christian Welch, Roquan Smith, Daryl Worley, James Prochet, Patrick McCary, Nick Moore, Devin Duvernay, and Jordan Stout. So some names on there that uh, are, are some vets that I was kind of pleasantly surprised to see, you know, like a Morgan Moses maybe, or um, gosh, you can even refer to Marlon Roquan Humphrey as a Smith. veteran at this point. Yeah, Roquan's oh, a sure. veteran. Uh, yeah. Marlon Humphrey got a franchise deal. When you got a franchise deal, I don't know that he'll be here the whole time. But he got a franchise deal, so this is the type of stuff that, you know, the Ravens want him to kind of be a leader in this kind of stuff. Plus, Marlon's already just like a, a workout warrior. But Roquan Smith, he, like, he's here. Uh, it is funny. Did you mention this? I may have gotten caught up in that. Did you mention a good one of the benefits to Ben Cleveland and Michael Pierce for being there? If if my recollection is correct, the rules that John Harbaugh set up is that if you have 100% attendance for these voluntary workouts and OTAs, you don't have to run the conditioning test. <laughs> you are exempt from it. So Ben Cleveland, Michael Pierce, who have both failed it in the past, let's see if they get 100%. But so far, it's looking like they've wised up and they're like, I'm not doing that again. I'm not doing that test, that test again. And I'm not getting the bad press from it. So let's get 100% attendance at these voluntary workouts. Oh yeah. Ben ain't missing anything this off season. And, and Hey, we're not saying that this is like, I mean, gosh, you, you spent over a decade in the building, so you probably know better than I do, but this, this conditioning test is no joke, especially in the heat of, of a Baltimore summer, right? In August. Oh, oh yeah. It's, it's seriously no joke. I remember when I worked there at the time, uh, you know, it was me, Ryan Meek and, and Garrett Downing. And we were like, Hey, uh, Mink had volunteered to run it, but he wanted to run it for the offensive linemen. If I'm not mistaken, Mink played soccer competitively, you know, at least through high school and whatever. He's not like, you know, this massive slouch, you know. So anyway, we got the camera crew out there. We had him do it, and he had to run the uh, offensive line one, offensive lineman one, which is for these big dudes that are like over 300 pounds. And Mink's like throwing up at the end of it. It's it's no joke. It is no joke. And players will all say it. I remember even Lamar at one point had tweeted. Um, I remember he had just run it and he passed, of course, the more passes, but he was like, I can't remember what kind of meme he put up. It was like either one with a guy bent over his knees trying to breathe or he has got a mask on or whatever. But he was like, even Lamar was like, yeah, these are no joke. I believe it. I totally believe it. And, you know, Pedro just said too, that, you know, Pat Ricard and, um, who was the other guy that he mentioned is not on this list, Pat Ricard and Michael Pierce, Michael Pierce. missing on this yeah. list, just so you know. So, so Pat, add, add Ricard and Pierce. And then, you know, we just got a question related to, to Pat Ricard. And I feel like I can speak on this just because while you were in Japan, he and I had a chance to, to catch up one-on-one -on, -one on our channel. Uh, but the question is what, what's Pat Ricard's role going to be in this new Todd Munkin led offense. And I asked Pat that point blank. And this was what, this was two, two weeks ago at this point, two, three weeks ago. So he hadn't been in the building yet. And he straight up said, he goes, I don't know. I've had a preliminary conversation with John, you know, with coach Harbaugh about it, but I specifically don't know. And, and what I do know about Pat though, is like in, in recent years, he's had to do quite a bit for this offense uh, away from the traditional fullback and what, what his role is, is typically, you know, asked to be. And so I think, with the tight end room that has some pretty good depth this year, right? With Mark Andrews at the top, Isaiah likely, and, and now Charlie Kohler, hopefully going to get a full season under his belt as a second year player out of Iowa state. Uh, I, I kind of hope selfishly for Pat, uh, just because I know this is his bread and butter that he can kind of get back to that traditional fullback role within this offense. And at the same time, I'll be curious to see what Munkin, you know, because it's, it's an aerial attack. And because we know he's going to come in and, and sort of revolutionize things, revamp things from a passing attack standpoint, uh, I'll be curious to see how he uses them. Yeah, me too. I mean, uh, I, I definitely don't think you'll have him lining up, you know, out wide. 
Uh, if he does, it might be like once, once, you know, it's like a trick play or whatever. So, uh, yeah, it'll be interesting. I don't know how much Munkin used a fullback um, at Georgia. Uh, you know, we'll see. I'm, I'm very, very interested. But, you know, Munkin has made it clear that, uh, you know, while there's definitely be going to be more balance than what we've seen under uh, than what we saw under Greg Roman, there's going to be balance, but he's still going to run. And even Odell Beckham Jr., he, he didn't seem like he was given any false promises. He was like, look, I played at LSU. We ran the ball there and I played for the Browns and we ran the ball there. And when he ran, and when he was with Monk and with the Browns and they ran the ball a lot, he still hit over a thousand yards. So it's just, it's just a matter of getting the offense churning and then everybody eats. So, uh, so there still will be a run game. And I have a feeling that that in the run game, not in the passing game, but in the run game, Pat Ricard will still be used quite a bit. I'm definitely here for some short yarded situations where we can watch Pat Ricard quite literally just dump truck people on his way to picking <laughs> up yards when he has the football in his hand. I know he fumbled once last year and, and, and it was, he, he took it very seriously because he does not fumble the football and that's, that is a no, no for him. And I know he loses sleep over that still. Uh, but when he has the football in his hands, whether it's catching, <laughs> catching a pass here and there and the Greg Roman led offense or whatever, uh, he, he is fun to watch. And um, th- he's, he's brought some fun moments for sure. So I know, I know the pancake blocking and, and that's when he's at his best and, and opening up lanes for everybody. But I love when he's got the football in his hands. Let's finish here because uh, Odell Beckham Jr. as the Ravens, Twitter account put up recently on BaltimoreRavens.com is wasting no time whatsoever. He is going to host a youth camp in Baltimore on July 23rd, and it will be held at the Gilman school here in town. So looks like there's going to be a good opportunity to connect with him this summer, right before training camp starts. And we'll see just how involved he gets in the community. We know that uh, that's obviously a big, um, big priority for, for Ravens players. So, uh, if you want to check out more information on that, you can go to BaltimoreRavens.com. Uh, One thing we did not get to yesterday, I'm just realizing, Sarah, is that OBJ has uh, really kind of leaned into this whole Baltimore yeah. thing. He's he's tr- switched around his profile pictures and he's putting up TikToks with with Ravens gear, and uh, looks like he is he's all in. He's just waiting for his his quarterback to be solved. Yeah, I feel like it like um, it lets you know why wherever he goes he's got a good reputation with his teammates and you know i always felt like the this the city's fans have have quite enjoyed him i mean i think he got crazy in cleveland there for a minute but um he does he just he he is he's a likable guy like the 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 little we've seen of him from his introductory press conference to you know putting up you know the baltimore dance uh on on social media tiktok i think it was maybe it was instagram uh changing his profile picture to have like you know the cartoon version of him in a in a raven's jersey and now he's doing this you know um here in baltimore this this camp he's just like he's just leaning in and um and i very very much appreciate that here's here's what's in, are we going to get to zay flowers are we going to mention that sure i don't yeah. want to jump the gun I don't want to jump the gun because I was just thinking like, you know, Zay Flowers reportedly was in the Ravens facility for one of his top 30 visits today. A lot of the top receivers have been there, which um, by the way, Lamar Jackson was never brought in for a top 30 visit because the Ravens wanted to keep their interest in him during the draft on the down low. So a lot of times they'll use these top 30 visits to uh, throw out smoke screens. But I just wanted to say this because uh, I haven't been able to get to it yet on the morning vault, but we've talked about this offline. So I haven't I haven't been against it, but I haven't been cheering for the Ravens to take another wide receiver in the first round, only because the Ravens don't have a great track record with with doing such things, and um, and I'd prefer them to use it on somebody that could maybe be a franchise draftee like a Marlon Humphrey, and I feel like the Ravens have a better track record at cornerback, and there's a big need there. I will say this though, I've come around a little bit. It's not like I'm still cheering for it because I'm a big advocate also of of going for the 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 uh, best pay- player available regardless of need. But I will say this: I still find wide receiver to be a need, maybe not as big as cornerback, but I find it to be a bit a, a need still for the following reason: 
I want insurance. I'm not saying that Odell Beckham isn't going to have a big bounce back here. I hope he does. But you've also got Rashad Bateman. I'm not saying that he's going to get injured, injured again. I hope he does. But he's coming off two years of season-ending injuries. Devon Duvernay is coming off a season-ending injury. So that's three. I, I, I don't know Nelson Aguilar, what, what his deal was last year. I don't know if he was injured. I don't think so. I think he just stopped playing because he, he fell down the depth chart. But we've seen how many players come back from injuries not back 100%. Marcus Peters, Ronnie Stanley, Nick Boyle, J.K. Dobbins, um, Gus Edwards. None of these gay guys came back looking like themselves right away. Ronnie Stanley, it took two years. Maybe Marcus Peters, he'll be better next year. He, he played a lot, but he just wasn't the same. J.K. Dobbins needed a second clean-out surgery, so did Gus Edwards. And then finally after that second one, then J.K. really started to look like himself at the end of the season. I don't like betting on all three guys, Bateman, Beckman, or Bateman, uh, Beckham. That's a tough one to put together. Bateman and Beckham and Duvernay. I don't like saying, oh, all three guys will for sure be 100%. So at this point, I'm more open to this first round receiver because I want insurance. I want insurance. So having said all that, here's where I would put it between cornerback, wide receiver, and the field. For me, cornerback, I'm giving about 45% chance. Wide receiver, I'd put, you know, 35, and then I'd give the rest of the field. How do you feel about that? Wow. Wow. Well, first of all, we've been waiting for you to come around. We really have, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, I've been selling out for a wide receiver since the, since the yes. off season began, but, uh, but, but yeah, I mean, who, who's to say that they're, they're yeah, I, I I'm with you. I, I think that uh, there's still a dang good chance that we could be sitting here 10 days from now, right around this time. Actually, it'll be a little bit later. 20, 22, probably they won't be picking until after 11 o'clock, but maybe after 1030, but we could be sitting here and, and they, they may, they may go with their, their best available philosophy. And who knows that may not be a wide receiver or a cornerback. Who's going to be on the list. You know, what did EDC <laughs> yeah. joke about? What, who do you, he said, uh, man, if Will Anderson is there, we're, we're definitely taking him at 22 and he ain't lying, but guess what? Will Anderson's not going to be there. Not going to be there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so Although we said um, the same about uh, Kyle Hamilton at 14. So who knows? We'll see. But I agree with you. We did. We did. You know, two of the biggest, two of the biggest surprises or two, I guess, bigger, the biggest examples in the last couple of years that really embodied the best player available were Kyle Hamilton last year and then J.K. Dobbins right off the top of the second round back in, you know, 2020 coming off the, the record-breaking year. Those are two that come to mind for me. So anyway, I, I guess we should probably plug once more that uh, 10 days from now, Thursday, April 27th, as you may have heard earlier on the stream, we are going to be doing a four-hour marathon wall-to-wall -wall broadcast, 8 o'clock, to midnight right here simulcasting across all platforms we're gonna have instant reaction special guests uh, analysis all kinds of stuff and obviously there's gonna be a ton of options out there whether it's other content creators you follow or the national broadcast or whatever we hope you'll you'll pop on with us for an hour pop on here and there two hours whatever we're gonna be streaming all night long so looking forward to that yeah that'll be good any questions before we wrap up I think we've addressed pretty much all of them. I know some people are, are chiming in with their cornerback picks right now in the live chat. I know a lot of people like the the Maryland kid, Deontay Banks, and obviously Joey Porter Jr. has generated a lot of buzz because of his father, and not just because of his father. Joey Porter is a heck of a Joey Porter Jr. is a heck of a player too, and we know that the Ravens have a ton of Penn State ties uh, through Eric DaCosta and, and other areas as well. So um, the 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 good part is is that once. Who knows with this news cycle, but we're really going to be able to dig our teeth into to some of these prospects as as more reports and and leaks and and potential smoke screens come out in the next ten days or so. Uh, it, it's been crazy, you know. We've we've tried to dedicate as much time as we can to draft coverage, but with this news cycle, with this off season, it's hasn't provided for many opportunities to do it. So maybe over the course of the next week or so, we'll be able to get into that. 
Yeah, we definitely will. We definitely will. If not, we will on draft night. <laughs> All right. Yeah, exactly. We definitely will on draft night and uh, starting to put together the guest list and stuff. So if you have any recommendations for us in terms of who you'd like to hear from, what you'd like to hear about that night, as always, hit us up via email at Baltimore Ravens vault at gmail.com. We, we always hear from from folks in terms of how how you can support us. We have a Patreon account, which you can visit by, uh, and you see it on the bottom line. It's patreon.com forward slash Ravens Vault podcast, where you can get more involved with us while also supporting the channel on a monthly basis. We're running a, a temporary special for small businesses. For $49.99, you can sponsor an entire episode of The Vault on a monthly basis moving forward. We just figured it was a great way for us to show our appreciation to you guys out there, you small business owners, and what you do for the local community. And you don't have to be local to Baltimore. And, and then, as always, if you don't want to go through like the monthly installment type of thing through Patreon, you can do donations on a one-time basis through Venmo, which you see up on the screen, at Ravens Vault Podcast is our handle. But, uh, partner, I'll let you go ahead and close this thing out. Yeah. So, well, good times. I'm glad we did a live one tonight. Um, you know, I guess one last thing I did see a question is just to kind of wrap this up. Does this change anything with Lamar? Uh, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. You know, I don't know. I don't know where Lamar's, you know, mind is at. I think it changed a lot, um, today in some media minds and fans mind once they got more, you know, accurate information, apples to apples comparisons, but, you know, if I could see, and I would totally get it, even if I were in Lamar's spot, I might still wait and and see what Burrow and Herbert get. And just, you know, he's waited this long. So I don't know that we're going to get, you know, a long-term deal right away. But I do think that, you know, the $133 million, even Lamar said that he's been offered that fully guaranteed. It's very evident that, you know, we've had several signings since Deshaun Watson and nobody's come close to Deshaun Watson's money. And still the $133 million, which has both been reported by Adam and Lamar himself, it's the best fully guaranteed money given to anybody save Deshaun Watson. So that goes in the Ravens' favor, but that doesn't mean that Lamar has to give in to that. So we'll see. I hope Lamar gets his bag. I just I I think Ravens fans want to see this resolved. I'm willing to be patient. Everybody's got to negotiate with what, however they feel best. So I'm willing to be patient, but I do think that the Jalen Hurts contract favors the Ravens more than Lamar. Stick a pin in it there. We've gone for over an hour. We appreciate you guys. We had well over 600 people here across platforms. So it was great for sort of an impromptu thing that we're trying to do, or basically we, we kind of have to do this weekly with this news cycle, as many live streams as possible. So uh, thanks so much. As always, if you enjoyed tonight's broadcast and you haven't already done so, please consider liking this video so other Ravens fans can discover us if they haven't already. And also subscribe to The Vault on YouTube and mark your calendars accordingly. You will hear from us next in live stream fashion. Well, perhaps before, depending on how things shake out. But uh, for now, we're scheduled for April 27th at 8 o'clock Eastern right here across all of our platforms. And we can't wait to spend some time with you guys that night. And as always, thanks for hanging with us inside the vault.